KTOY Sunday Show is brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show is a weekly forum to discuss issues affecting our community. Now here's your host, LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Good morning, good morning, rise and shine. This is the Sunday Show with me, LaMoya Burks, and Mark White. And it is the 28th day of November 2021. Again, welcome to this edition of the Sunday Show. Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Um, it's good to hear from and see everyone and hope everyone had a good holiday mm-hmm. um, this morning. KTOY Radio 104.7 produces the Sunday show. We bring to you live each Sunday morning from 9 to 10. Our phone lines are always open and we welcome your questions and comments at 903-794-1047. The opinions expressed on the Sunday show are the hosts only and aren't representative of KTOY nor the Texarkana Radio Center. Well, we're on the other side of Thanksgiving break. Are you feeling it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, a little the rain cascading in kind of did some good for us. Uh, maybe it'll be a recharge going into the week. Definitely. So um, in speaking of holidays and traditions and going forward, I started my Christmas music. Yes, everybody pretty much gets going after Thanksgiving, um, and I usually when I hear the temptation silent night, then I know it's definitely the holiday season. So. In my mind. Oh, yes, in, in my, my mind. mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to say, too, Happy Hanukkah. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's the uh, Eight Rays of Hope. Uh, Hanukkah is also known as, you know, um, the Festival of Lights. Um, again, uh, it highlights the fact that faith and hope cannot be extinguished. Eight total days of Hanukkah. Um, and so, you know, in speaking of that and being a uh, going more towards being a diversified nation with those things we talk a lot about Christmas and Thanksgiving um, did you know that the newest annual report uh, does report uh, from the American Jewish Committee that anti-Semitism uh, revealed that in the last 12 months 24% of American Jews were personally targeted by by um, and forty one percent of U.S. adults were wi- have witnessed uh, an incident. Wow, we definitely see a, a definite increase in uh, in the amount of uh, hate rhetoric and uh, hate crimes across the United States um, for all uh, ethnic backgrounds. Right, and so you know um, it's uh, it's getting to be a point where it's a. Uh, Really a dangerous situation for everyone, um, especially if you want to express your faith. And um, and so, you know, definitely need to try to tone it down. Well, I think that, you know, a common denominator uh, when we think of these things uh, in respect to how others celebrate or are represented, you know, we think of Hanukkah. You know, we even had the Macy Day Parade. Right. And I think it was it like, was it the 95th or the 100th? 95th, I think. Okay. And so uh, we have Christmas upon us. We have Kwanzaa coming. Oh, you know, yep. in my house, we celebrate Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the commonality is uh, Hanukkah is speaking of eight days of faith and hope. Mm-hmm. And so we find those same pieces in the other holidays or other celebrations. That's so right. I think as we look to uh, smuggle out, I'm use the word smuggle, <laughs> <laughs> the hate, uh, we should seek to, to hug 
you know, those common denominators. Yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of the Macy's Day Parade, did you see the representation? Yes, it was a broad spectrum of a lot, a lot of different people, a lot of different floats. Yes. And so it was good to see it again, um, you know, because during the pandemic and especially last year, you didn't have it much, but it was definitely good to see them back at their full strength like they were in the years past. And for those of you who know, that's been one of those traditions that's been going on forever. So did you see? Ada Twist Scientist. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the book. Oh, yeah. There's a children's book, and um, it's an African American female character. And so there she was in this huge float. And um, for me, you know, uh, being into literacy and being a librarian, it just did a lot for my heart, as I'm sure it did for other children. Oh, yes. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll dive into our first segment. We've had to do a little bit of adjusting, but we definitely, as we've been wishing and hoping and uh, wanting to spread that, we want to hear from you. Uh, When we come back, we're going to dedicate this entire segment this morning to your questions, comments, concerns. Your engagement is very important here at KTOY Studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-2000. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain flings. Add Gain scent beads for an even longer-lasting scent. It's not just Santa who's coming to town for the holidays. It's your relatives, and boy, are they hungry. So stop by the Home Depot for up to 25% off appliances. Plus, save up to $750 instantly. No rebates, no hassles. Not only will you get a great deal on a fridge, you'll save enough to fill it up with food. Make the holidays yours at the Home Depot. How doers get more done? Valid November 3rd through December 1st. U.S. only gas appliances. Extra offer valid on select appliances and wasp last. See online or associate in-store for details. I am not one like to sit down, stay at home. And when COVID came, you're at home, no more grocery stores, no more shopping. I just was like about to lose my mind. What can we do to get back to normal? I have to do what's best for me, my family, and take the vaccine. I saw how it was helping people. What do you have to lose by not taking the vaccine? Possibly your life. Take a shot at staying healthy and get the vaccine. Brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly what you can do with a metal roof. And metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingle roofs. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Take the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. Everyone. 
everyone loves fresh fruits and vegetables. When you're looking for locally sourced fresh produce, head over to Red River Produce, 901 Main Street in Hooks, Texas. Homemade jellies, raw and unfiltered honey, assorted handmade snacks, and more. 901 Main Street, Hooks, Texas. No one wants to give up their independence. However, it's an unfortunate fact of life as we get older. The associates at Sitters LLC of Texarkana understand the heartache and confusion that this can cause for an elderly person and their family. Sitters LLC of Texarkana, 4150 McKnight Road. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Good morning and welcome back for those of you who have been waiting for us to uh, dive into our first segment. Um, we are going to dedicate this particular segment uh, with a little bit of change to hearing from you. You're welcome to call 903-794-47 with your questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, engaging all of us, anything local, state, or national as we uh, have coffee talk here in studio. We did mention... Um, the after effects of the turkey with Thanksgiving and uh, last week we had we were trotting intrigued and so we're going to do a follow up we want to know there on the ground how did that go uh, as we go toward to into the next holiday season of Christmas um, good morning good morning good morning good, good morning Kimberly how are you doing this morning I'm doing fine. Um, I am Kim Randalls with the Harrison Chapel uh, Cemetery Association. And on behalf of the board, we want to thank all of those who came out and supported us in uh, yesterday's event, whether it was through volunteer sponsorship or donation. But we had a great time. We exceeded our expectations in all categories without incident so even though it was a cold morning but we had a great time yesterday that's good did you how many participants did you end up having kimberly uh i believe we had about close to maybe 50 to 75 participants um in attendance and all Mm -hmm. well that's good it sounds like you guys had a nice little crowd out there and um um, i'm sure there were no incidences and everything went well Mm -hmm. Uh, although it was a little cool that morning i did i (laughs) guess uh at some point in time, it started to warm up a little bit, but uh, from what I gather, um, most people enjoyed the, either the brisk walk or the little trot down through there. So I'm glad to see that the program was a success for you guys and that the fundraiser, hopefully, you know, he, he was able to give you guys what you need um, to, in order to help uh, continue to fund that, that, that cemetery association. Yes, and we are constantly looking for support through volunteers and donations throughout the year. Um, But again, we cannot thank the community enough for um, assisting us in pulling off this event. It it took a lot of work and a lot of people to make this happen. And we're looking forward to our next, our fourth annual turkey trot next year, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So, and thank you, KTOY, for helping to get the message out for us. Yay. Absolutely. Um, again, we you know, missed you all, though. I know. Yeah, I know. unfortunately, I had to take care of some things, but uh, definitely would like to be there. I'm going to try my best to try to make it uh, in the next, in the future, but um, definitely want to uh, try to get there as a participate with Absolutely. you guys. Um, but uh, it's important, you know, as you said, uh, to appreciate the community 
community's uh, participation and help in this. And um, definitely this ra- this radio station and definitely this program is all community oriented. So we definitely wanted to let everybody know. And just a little follow up on there because, you know, people listen to the Sunday show and then they never hear what some of the outcomes of things. But I just wanted to continue to, to have that closure in that loop so people know that, hey, that turkey chart did run. Uh, it did turn out to be successful. Um, yeah, it was a little cool, but yet still you had 50 to 75 participants. Hopefully, you know, it'll double next year because people get interested in it. So it was real important to, you know, have this follow up with you guys and your organization in order to do that. And can't thank you enough yeah. and that mm-hmm. community enough for the work that you guys put in because, um, if you take a look at that cemetery, it's in really great shape. It looks good. Uh, so you could definitely see that uh, somebody's taking care of it. Thank you so much. And like you say, just a big community effort. Yes. Good. All right. Okay. All right. We appreciate you, uh, Kim, and, uh, and your organization. You okay. Thank Have you. a good day. Bye-bye. And speaking of giving um, and making a difference, did you know November 30th is uh, Giving Tuesday? Yes. You did. Uh-huh. And so it's a national or a worldwide celebration of generosity. Giving Tuesday is an opportunity for people around the world to come together through generosity in all forms by sharing acts of kindness and giving their voice, time, money, goods, and advocacy to support communities and causes. Now, you see, I put an emphasis on money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. So there is a hashtag, hashtag Giving Tuesday. There's even a hashtag Giving Black Tuesday, yeah. um, among many others. And so, again, November 30th. And um, normally your cause-based coalitions have a way to get their toolkit at givingtuesday.org with their uh, 501c3 or 501c4 information. And um, they're able to put it out on social media handles, text or call you and um, give an opportunity for anyone to give toward their favorite nonprofit. Yes. You know, we're in that season now and everyone says this is a season of giving. And although giving should be around without any question, but definitely we're at that particular time where the generosity of people are coming in and they, they appreciate things that's going on. So, you know, it's important that we take advantage of this holiday. I think we have a caller. And uh, as we wait to prep for that caller, um, yes, so if you need more information on Giving Tuesday, please visit www.givingtuesday.com. All right. Good morning, caller. How are you? Good morning. I think we may have lost that call. Okay. Well, we'll, well get them back. Absolutely. Please call back. Yes. Um, so it's important that, you know, we definitely um, have, uh, you know, this particular season that we spend that time, you know, giving our time as well. Because we know there, there are people out there who don't have um, or not as blessed as some of us may have be. And so it's important that we take the opportunity to reach out and show a little kindness mm-hmm. and a little love and a blessing to those people who and then even some that you don't know right that um you know, uh, listen, we understand that we all are on hard times. Uh, we've all been there and been on hard times. So definitely it's an opportunity for us to reach out and, and, and see and, and touch somebody and maybe hopefully make a difference so they won't feel like, you know, this season also uh, brings on a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. um, you know, between the holidays and 
usually there's some 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 tragedies and stuff that goes on during this time of year and then, and it just rekindles everything especially since there's so many holidays around it so <clears throat> definitely um let's just give thanks and 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 definitely reach out and uh touch other people and i think we got a caller um, and in speaking of that, um, mental health continues to be something that many are plagued by. And we want to make sure that we keep that and those in mind and make sure, again, not just on Giving Tuesday or because it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, but just daily think of others. Uh, good morning, caller. Thank you for thinking of us. Good morning. Yes, 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 ma'am. Good morning. I hope this is not too far off topic, but this is something that I hope that the communities maybe start looking at. And well, it is off from what you all are talking about. You're talking about something beautiful and giving, <laughs> and so. But this is a kind of <laughs> this is kind of different. So the people have been trying to figure out how to curtail the crime in some of our areas. Mm-hmm. You know, some places are just out of control with high crime. And so I wanted to quickly say, a couple of years ago, I had a nightmare that I woke up and went outside, and it was out in the country where my people have land and stuff. I went outside and, and I noticed there were surveillance cameras everywhere and it scared me because it was in a rural setting well and in the dream I came into town and, and of course the cameras were everywhere I'm saying to the, uh, my community members and people you know Policing, as they say, some people don't need as much policing as others. Some of us need a little bit more policing. And we need to think about putting these cameras on the street corners on mm-hmm. in these high crime areas and having a you know a surveillance. Uh, center that can monitor these video feeds. I mean, we want to respect people's privacy, and we want you to be able to go out in your backyard and do whatever, but in the high-crime neighborhoods, do you agree they have kind of relinquished their right to have that freedom? We don't have the police to police them. So what do you all think about our communities lobbying for more um, the surveillance, uh, the camera system to to help the police out? Well, Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> we appreciate the question that you had this morning. And, you know, the, I guess the important thing we have to remember is that people, um, you know, w- we do have um, some areas um, and every city has some areas where um, they have a, a large uh, crime um, going on in, in that particular area. And, you know, w- we can do whatever we can as citizens in order to help um, navigate and through that if it's tv cameras that's fine but that's something that needs to be brought Mm -hmm. to your local government Mm -hmm. um in particular um you know your different ward first of all you get in front of you you get to your ward um uh, president and then that person that person can go and talk to the mayor of the city uh depending on which side that you're on and then you know you can start a campaign uh around that and see if there's some way in order to help um negotiate getting those things Things. Uh, but, you know, it's important that you talk to the neighborhood as well. Mm-hmm. And listen, listen, everybody, I want to respect and let everybody know that I respect everyone's privacy without mm-hmm. any question. We're, well, not, we're not trying to spy. We right. just want to make sure. Well, and that's safe. what I was going to mention is, um, <laughs> you know, I think that we those are fine ideas and, um, you know, they're going to be diverse. I love the word diverse, as you can see, mm-hmm. because um, you have to give an ear to a thought that may be different from yours. And you never know when yours may merge 
your idea may merge with someone else and make just this beautiful outcome. Um, I think in the thought of the security cameras, privacy was something that came to mind with me. Um, do your research. Uh, when we do approach the bench or, or the table or whatever, what have you, to suggest, make these suggestions, uh, let's definitely make sure that we've done our research, uh, you know, in something like privacy. Um, that's not to say that that's not a bad idea, as others uh, may surface, but that that's just, that's vocal concern. Absolutely. And it has to happen. And in the meantime, you know, each individual citizen can provide uh, surveillance of his or her own home. Right. And, um, you know, there are a lot of different types of um, uh, products out there that you can utilize. Uh, some that are that range from the inexpensive to the very expensive, depending on what your needs are. And you can utilize these products in order to, uh, you know, secure your own homes and then definitely allow you to give you that peace of mind. And, you know, if enough people in the community have that going on, you know, you automatically create the uh, surveillance in the neighborhood that you think that you need, because if all the houses are wired up and um, able to see that, that's definitely something that can help deter um, any type of crime that may go on in the neighborhood. So it's important that, you know, as citizens, you know, you can take those steps on your own in order to do these things. Um, I don't see anything particularly wrong Mm-mm, with having some at surveillance at your own home. But again, we have to be careful about having a, a huge uh, CCTV uh, uh, type of uh Program where you're watching every uh, every corner because uh, it is a violation of people's privacy and some people uh, take offense to it. So you got to be careful um, with that kind of thing. But again, listen, uh, setting up your own home with uh, different systems like Ring and Blink and, right. and 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 Safety Home and all the different products out there, by all means. Enough of you. You stop and you think if you got 10 houses on your street and all 10 of you guys got that going on, you got your street covered. Right. <clears throat> what do you think? Um, do you have any ideas in mind as far as our local community safety uh, protocols? Uh, what to propose to our city government or to our communities? Give us a call. 903-794-1047. Thank you, caller, for calling in, uh, providing that insight and thought. Uh, that's something for all of us to continue to synthesize about. Hoping that it will come up in local discussions. Now, I have to also mention, um, and I, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but behavior is a thing. Um, you know, especially after a pandemic, I think that the immediate concern is the urgency to come up with a, a, a conclusion or result. Meaning, you know, hey, let's get the quote unquote bad guys off the street. You know, I want to be able to go to sleep in my home safe and sound. And we all want those things. But there's an underlying layer. And so um, I love this quote that I um, I ran across by Ashley Warner. And it says, beneath every behavior, there's a feeling. And beneath every feeling, there is a need. And when we meet that need, rather than focus on the behavior, we begin to deal with the cause, not the symptom. And so, you know, there's a cause for all of this. And it's deeper than, you know, jail or Walking everyday street, Correct. you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and those layers, we've got to do something about those layers. So, we're, we, you know, we mentioned earlier mental health training, vocational training and all. And these things sit very separate to each other. They do. Mm-hmm. We've got to figure out how to aid and assist a little better uh, in regards to is it crime solely or is it there's a mental condition here um, that we can get ahead of or or intercede? I think we have a caller. 
give us just one moment and uh, we'll launch the caller in but we want to hear more from you and what you think as we jot down these ideas we're better able to combine them and take them into uh, local thought caller good morning how are you all right. Uh, Texas has a right to bear arms. I believe that every home should have uh, some protection in it. As uh, a gun, and if people know that you have a gun in your house, they are less likely to break in on you. Yeah, sir. Can you, if you would, please just turn your radio a little bit, uh, turn it down just a little bit. We get just a little bit of feedback, if you would, and please continue. In regards to having a weapon in your house, every uh, citizen in, in the United States is entitled to have a weapon to defend their home. There's nothing illegal about that. And, I, you know, if that's if that's the route that you choose to protect your family in your home, uh, by all means, that's what you do. Um, but we have to be careful because, unfortunately, the American society is gun crazy. And so we have to, you know, there's a certain point where we have to say, you know, protecting one's home is absolutely a case. But what we find out is that when you have these guns, people want to step out beyond just the home. I don't have an issue with you protecting your home with a, a weapon or some of some sort. But uh, we have to be careful with that. So when we encourage people to do that, we have to be specific about we need this just for the protection of one's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to have people um, out there just carrying weapons unnecessarily. But please call it. Please continue. Yes, but uh, on your own home and uh, your land and your property, um, that's where the gun should should stay. For just carrying it out, uh, riding around with it and stuff like that, uh, I'm against that. But every home should have one, I believe. And again, um, you know, every... Um, every home that's here in our community and, and as well as uh, across the United States has that right to have um, a weapon at, at their home for home protection. Um, and everybody, um, th- there is nothing against the Constitution about that. In fact, that uh, the Second Amendment uh, definitely supports that. And um, and like you, I think that we have to be careful once we leave our homes and uh, we start riding around. You know, um, unfortunately, uh, the state of Texas has got I'm it I'm just riding around with one. Right. Um, but I think that they should be limited to having one on your own property, period. Yes. Again, sir, I agree with you without any question. Um, But the point that I was going to make is that, unfortunately, the state of Texas has it now where you don't even have to have a permit in order to carry one away from your home. So I say that's why I say we have to be careful about the gun culture because, um, you know, protection one one's home is a wonderful thing uh, you got nothing wrong with that but again unfortunately people find it necessary that they want to step away from their homes and they want to you know ride around in the cars and wherever carry it out in the open whatever the case may be and so now we encourage you know um that the, the gun culture that's already or to me is already a potential problem as it is already in the united mm-hmm. states but without any question sir i would not 
argue with you. Having a weapon at your home is a definitely a good thing. Um, so you can protect your home and your family. So I would definitely encourage anybody, you know, to do that. But I also encourage you to get the proper training so you right. know how to utilize that weapon and know what to do with that weapon. And also to make sure that you properly put that weapon up where you can get to it if you have to, but make sure that people who are not it can get to such it. as children correct right because you know we have too many issues with kids you know snooping around and we know kids do it, especially this time of year it's christmas time looking for their little presents <laughs> and they're snooping around and then they come across this weapon and it's loaded and then next thing you know we have an accident so it's important that uh, we exercise the right to be able to bear the arm in our home and it's also important for us to exercise the right to be safe with that weapon in our homes right and so, so the motorist so the motorist protection act is what allows uh, those that choose to carry handguns loaded and within reach in your vehicles um, so that it is a fact that you you know just make sure we're clear in that, that right. you can carry you can carry in a vehicle yeah. mm-hmm. but you know the, the caller says that he doesn't agree with them right. carrying without which you know I can understand right. that but uh, you know his, his primary thing is that he wants to make sure that he can protect the home as well right. as the previous caller where she was saying you know let's use surveillance equipment in order to do that in particular in some of the, the higher risk neighborhoods um, to help uh, alleviate the crime situation um, you know we gotta like again um you know, we, we're talking about uh, infringing, getting upon in regards to the surveillance equipment, a privacy thing. Mm-hmm. And then again, with the guns, we're talking about uh, getting ourselves into this gun culture that's in the United States. So we have to be careful. You know, it's a very fine line in order, you know, for people to understand that, you know, have weapons to protect your home as well as, you know, surveillance uh, equipment around. So, yes, mm-hmm. Carla, without any question. Please go ahead. I say it's the homeowner's responsibility to teach everybody that lives in that home how to use one safely. Yes, sir. Without any question, it is the responsibility of the homeowners to make sure to one teach, as you said, that if there are going to be individuals in that home other than the person who actually owns the gun to be able to properly use that gun, as well as, you know, making sure that it's safe for those who are in that home who are not allowed to use that. So, yes, I agree with you. Thank you, caller. We appreciate you for calling in and taking time and always listening to KTOY 1047. Yeah, you know, it's important that uh, we, uh, we we listen. Uh, I, I'm definitely for uh, protecting on one's home. Um, I, I, you know, as a uh, owner of weapons myself, you know, I just want to make sure that uh, people understand that um, carrying uh, you know, to have a weapon, you know, uh, protect your home is not unreasonable Um, and definitely if you're going to have a weapon making sure that there's a huge responsibility in knowing that hey uh, I got to make sure that this is safe while I'm in a home and in particular children around so it's important that uh, you know we make sure that uh, that uh, we're doing what we're supposed to do not only to have the weapon but everything that's associated with it right 903-794-1047 is the number to call um, if you would like to weigh in on your questions, comments, or
their concerns regarding local, state, and national issues, civic uh, engagement, and beyond. We're going to go for a quick commercial break. When we come back, again, we definitely want to hear from you. Uh, this is the KTOY Sunday Show. Give us a call, 903-794-1047. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more of the Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. If you're a Hoops fan, here's two dates you want to lock away right now. The Red River Hoop Fest starts December 3rd and runs through December 4th at Texas High School. Two huge days of hoops bouncing from 5 o'clock Friday, December 3rd with four big games scheduled over the night. Saturday kicks off at 10 a.m. with eight massive games across the day. Some of the best teams and players in the country are coming to Texarkana for a Hoop Fest basketball at Texas High the 3rd and 4th of December. Tickets are going to go fast. Get yours today at HoopFestBasketball.com. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing the first ever daily fantasy sports book, Stat Hero. Stat Hero puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be. One-on-one. Go to stathero.com slash bonus. Sign up for free and use promo code bonus for 100% deposit match. What do you have to lose? That's stathero.com slash bonus. Use promo code BONUS for 100% match on your first deposit. 